Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of EKG. My name is Edgar Guzman. And I'm Sister Kathleen. Very happy to have you here. Um, it's Sister Kathleen and I in our, my office with the AC. That's, I think they fixed it, so that's good. <laughs> so that's nice. So that's nice. Um, and, and we're sitting here talking about what well, we always do. We've got, we got to do, do an episode where just hit record once we see each other because it just never stops. That's right. That's right. We go for forward and we hit so many different topics in the span of 20 minutes that's right so we always today actually uh, when we we're getting ready to record i was like you know what i don't think we've talked about a theme for or what we're going to talk about at this show but i did not worry at all i said it's going to come to us and but then you started out by saying i've really been thinking about how fragile yeah yeah how, how i was i was telling how, yeah, to, how yeah. fragile how humbling, I should say. Um, how humbling I've been feeling lately as uh, as my place in the universe or in creation. I like that better, in creation. Um, and, and I think this is coming, and that's our topic today. And we, we kind of started talking on that and went to a number of different subjects, and, and we, it kind of all tied in together. But, but yeah, our, our place in creation, in God's creation, um, I think uh, that's kind of been coming to my mind because uh, I'm I'm about to finish my master's. I've turned in my master papers. Thank you, everybody, for praying for me who's, who's done that. Um, and so I'm just waiting to hear back from my advisor, like what ideas I need to expand on, what revisions need to be done. But the heavy lifting is done, so I I feel great. Um, but with that came a thought, like, what's, what do I do now? What, what do I do with this? What's next? Right. right. Um, number one, I'm thankful to God and, and the Diocese of Fresno and Catholic Extension for giving me this opportunity to study my master's. Uh, and so I, I never thought I would be in this situation. But now that I have this knowledge, this, uh, if I dare say, expertise, uh, um, what, what do I do with it? And I'm always, so, I've always been, and I think I've shared this before, I've always been scared that I've lose my, my roots, my touch because of the formal education right. that I've had. Um, nothing against it. It's just I, I, I've known people and I've seen people change. And I've, so I've always been aware of that, and I definitely don't want to go down that route because I think God has given me some some innate gifts that right. I do not want to lose. Uh, so I was thinking, with this degree now, what what is my place in the Newman Center? What is my place in the diocese? What is my place in God's church? And then in the bigger portion, you know, I started expanding, and what is my place in the universe? And I, I've, I've started now that I have a little more time these last maybe 48 hours <laughs> I was watching um, a show that I've always wanted to get into it's called Cosmos with Neil De- Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson yeah beautiful uh, and I thought it was going to be a lot more nerdier but it's very profound to, to me as, as someone who loves astronomy and space and history it kind of it's all packaged into one so so watching that uh, these episodes these two episodes it's just it's it's humbling humbling because of the sacrifices of scientists the realization of how small we are in God's creation mm-hmm. in the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just made me think more and more about, well, everything through that lens of faith, right? Do I know my place? Do I know my role in God's yeah. creation? Um, and I have to sit with that. I had no answer. Right. And I, I didn't think of this before when we were just kind of throwing this around. But I think that's... <laughs> That's the ultimate question for the created human 
which the word Adam means clay creature, mm-hmm. the created human had to figure out his place and her place, Eve, their place in creation, and they messed it up big time in the very From beginning. The start, yeah. Before before they were days old. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know how long. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, so mm-hmm. it, it was not... Um, it's again, yeah. It's it's something that I think all of us have to figure out, especially at this time. I think, you know, we we're dealing with the pandemic. We're dealing with, mm. you know, uh, the lack of care for creation or not knowing our place, thinking we could grab everything from from Mother Earth yeah. and to ourselves for our own benefit, and so we experience fires and. Yeah, I think that also played into, kind of fed into my thought of of like my place in creation and respecting creation and being part of creation Uh, is everything you're right going on today. Um, I watch the news and I pay attention to the weather and a lot of it right now is the fires up north and in Oregon and Idaho and Montana and they saw smoke and haze from it in New York City on the East Coast and uh, and with the pandemic and everything. So it's easy to feed into I'm feeling overwhelmed, which I, I don't think I've ever... I've, I've, yeah, I've, at some points I felt overwhelmed. But more, it humbles me and it... Um, it not saddens me. It humbles me and it raises my awareness of what... Me, personally. You know, what am I doing personally right. to contribute to the betterment of creation? Right. And, and does my degree play a part of this right oh, does I, my ministry here at the newman center play a part of this right and so what is my place now these new tools that i've required what does that mean to me right um but then it's, it's not and i i want to break that mold it's not just formal right it's not in formal ministry or in what i'm doing between the work hours that i have it's a way of life it's a lifestyle mm-hmm. right and so I, I just come back being humbled which i think is a great thing but also realizing that I need to take action. Right. And I would, you know, be so bold as to remind you that in the midst of all of this with your studies, you you created a new human life that you've had yeah. to nurture That's, yeah, uh, another absolutely. part of, of creation. And, and what do we leave to him and to all the other, you know, children you know the next generation, and so, and 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 I think, and as I told you before we started this, you know, my community had a a, a whole day last Saturday on the care of creation, mm. and it, it was just beautiful. Um, it was, but challenging, extremely challenging, because the fact that we're not creating or not taking care of it, then we are out actually making the poor poorer mm. we're not able to grow f- food to meet everyone's needs we're not able to uh you know breathe the air <laughs> that would not kill yeah. us it's <laughs> toxic you know uh in some places of the world and and those happen to be where people who have less than we do and it's it's sometimes and some people will be upset with this but it's a very it's it's because of what we do that that air is toxic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, that the food is... Uh, but we have all the tools at our command 
including education, including mm-hmm. faith, yeah, yeah. including all of that, to mm-hmm. to really care for. And Fran- Pope Francis, I think that's one of his strongest points, is to really, let's stop. Let's look at how what we're doing. In. He's saying, let's stop and discern. Let's stop and, and, and listen. And listen yeah. and see and and change. I think the biggest thing is we don't want to change. I don't mm. want to... I mean, I live a block and a half and I drive to from work. And I drive <laughs> to work. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. talk about an oxymoron we'll there. Get you a bike. I'm saying you one thing <laughs> and then... Put the gas on the pe- uh, foot on the pedal, uh, you know that's that's ridiculous. Uh, but I always say is I don't want to carry everything. But um, yeah. you know what? what yeah. To be more aware, mm. and I think I think this may be our call for uh, a while now. You know, and I think I think a big part of that is we we human beings do not like to be uncomfortable. We're very used to be of our comforts and in, in, in first in first developed worlds for sure. Because um, I always think you know, I'd love to 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 live a, a more greener lifestyle, if mm-hmm. you will, a more uh, eco friendly mm-hmm. li- daily life. Uh, I'd love to eat less meat. You know, I do all these things. It is it is hard. Oh. It is not easy to live that yeah. way, and not 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 because I'm used to meat or anything like that. It's be it's literally hard. It is more expensive. Right. You have to go out of your way much more to do these type of things. Mm-hmm. It is not as easy as it is to go to Wendy's and buy a 99 cents meal or whatever it is, right? Right. And every other fast food place is much more appealing. It's a lot more eco, uh, no, financially uh, reliant. Right. right. So it's a lot more, because of those reasons, as much as I'd like to, I fall into that same trap. It's, it's not convenient for, for me personally as a right. selfish human being. It is not convenient for me. And so I realize, so it makes me think humanity's priorities are distorted. Right. During the pandemic, that's the one thing that that I had time to put an effort into what I put into my body, you yeah. know, to, to buy, to look for fresh vegetables or things that, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and it... It helped. It made me healthy. You started gardening, no? Or did you guys uh, yeah, I started season? this year. I, I didn't actually do any gardening, but I know where to go to, <laughs> to get things. Yeah. And I started eating healthier, and I became healthier. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not the expense wise. I think it, I've had the best doctor reports I've had in years, mm-hmm. and things like that. And and but the consequences of the other is I became diabetic type two Mm. you know so i have to watch that but what are we putting i had to say what am i putting into my just for expediency or can i get along with less or whatever and so but now that things are ramping up it's more difficult because i don't have the time Mm -hmm. to plan to you know to do that yeah to go out of your way to go that's how i look at it to go out of your way I, I, I want to change, so I need to go out of my way to do, start doing things that mm-hmm. I have not done. Mm-hmm. Right? I want to give back to the community. I want to be more eco-friendly. I need to go out of the way. And how do you do that? Uh, I, sometimes I don't know where to start. I'm open to all ideas and suggestions, by yeah, the way. Both of us if, are. If any, I'm sure if there's plenty of people out there that are like, oh my gosh, how do they not know? Yeah. <laughs> but and, but that's that's the reality, though. You know, That's, that's a reality. Uh, people will not change in any aspect. No. 
right? Mm-hmm. If it's basically not handed to them, if they don't feel secure and safe in doing so. Right. Uh, and that's changing someone's culture, someone's mindset, someone's something that they've been doing for 50 plus years, and now they have to change. I'm, I'm thinking of farmers here right. in the Central Valley. We know how valuable that is and how important that is. But they're they're having to change because of, of water shortages, right. of how they got to export and how all these uh, new restrictions on them. It's, and it's always been uphill. It's nothing new. For them, especially no. if you're not in the agricultural world or community, which uh, if you live in the Central Valley here, you are, you know, some basic uh, information from that. But any type of change like that, right, is is hard because you have to go out of your way. Well, and you also have to form a community. Like I was thinking back during this time, how. Um, it was so hot. One of the things we used to do in Tulare was we had a, uh, we had a, it was called the food locker. Hmm. And we had a drawer in the food locker where if you put all your, because we didn't have freezers that were at home like they oh, are yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So you could put all your frozen foods or meat or whatever in your food locker drawer. And every once in a while, when it would be really hot, my mom would go, okay, kids, girls, we're going to go to the food locker and I got to get some meat mm. out for the next week or get some food out. And we loved it because we could be in the food locker mm-hmm. and cool. cool and everything. And then when we went outside, we weren't as hot. But I thought... What meat was in there? Did my, I don't remember my mom doing that. But my dad was a dentist, and so he would almost barter with people, some of the dairy farmers that had like 10 kids, you know, I'll do your first two kids' teeth cleaning for free and whatever wow. work, and then for the rest of them, can you give me a quarter of a cow or a half a cow? And they would, Whoa. and that would take, you know. And so it was a community that, huh. that helped each other. You know, and we didn't suffer for lack of the income because we yeah. had yeah. something from them. How neat! Yeah, and it, it was yeah. just—I don't know how he thought of it or who thought of it. What might have been the the farmer, yeah. the dairyman that thought it? You know. So, so, so sister, kind of, kind of go back to our original mm-hmm. topic and wrapping it up a little bit. How, how do you see your role? Or how do you observe creation and, and where you are in it? What does that do to you? Yeah. What does it do to me? Well, first of all, I'm I'm in awe of the created world. I I I form my habits now around how can I be in nature. Now I'm not a hiker. Um, Although she has a Yosemite National Park yeah, well, T-shirt on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, that's after you did Half Dome two weeks ago. I no, think. no I always wanted to do that until I saw pictures of it, but no one. Not. Um, but I am. I am very um, aware of nature, and that's one thing too. In the pandemic, I started walking in the morning. Mm. You know, with one of the little dogs. I also have to say, you know, that I have dogs, and so I have. That to ha- to see a little created creature around <laughs> my house because I don't have kids, and to see that little dog that loves mm. me unconditionally uh, is 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 awesome. And yeah. so it's it's yeah. looking at all of that, putting up bird feeders, uh, starting a garden, which 
this year I did not do that just because it was overwhelming to be mm-hmm. locked down and try to learn to Zoom and all those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also to really be in tune that nature was the first written scripture. Mm. <laughs> first witness to God, first testament of God. Yeah. And I read, I don't think I have it with me, but um, this whole thing, a kind of a retelling of of the creation story, I might have it, where, you know, God, that this creative cosmos was all contained at one point in God. And 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 all of this creative energy and in that were, was every animal, was light, was water, was plants, was mm-hmm. everything. And at one point, it got exploded into creation, you know, because there was nobody there. <laughs> you, you, you've mentioned to me before, uh, creation, nature, is the first incarnation. It is. Yeah. It is. And I it, love and that. It, I love and that. And this, this one thing that, a term that is out there now in, in several areas and several things that I read is called oneing. That was you know, like the word one and then ing, mm-hmm. oneing. God wanted to be one with God's self that 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 just moved out into all of creation. That, that's deep theology, right there. That is, it is, <laughs> and and it's our job to one ourselves back In, into yeah. it. So it it touches on one concept that there's two things. Panatheism and mm. pantheism. One is meaning that nature is God, and the other one is God is in mm. all nature, and we are in God. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I tend to like the God is in all nature because if it came from God, <laughs> yeah. God is in, it. God's DNA is in everything, everything. Yeah, yeah. God is everywhere. Mm-hmm. God is everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, uh, going going back to about you're talking about your 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 doggies, the doggies that you have. I think maybe that's also been playing a role. I think it's obvious, and sometimes I don't think about it. Is my son? Yeah. My 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 one year old son, and seeing uh, because of my studies, I haven't been able to spend a whole lot of time that I want to, and sometimes I have to be the the mean parent and let him cry while I go do something real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Not a mean parent, but it's necessary. Right. Um, but sometimes I put him to, to, I, right before I came I, had, I put him down for his nap uh, and it was just he and I laying down together and he was just calm and staring at me and I said this creation and I, I remember thinking of God because we had a health scare early on in his life and so it's very humbling definitely right. but also realizing I, 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 am, I am tasked with this creature of God yeah to love yeah and, and that's, I think that's shifting the way I see everything. I, I'm, I'm simply, we are just the caretakers of creation. Right. right? We're not its we masters. Ever, yeah, that's yeah. all we were ever meant to be. And yet we thought we were God. Yeah, we made ourselves. Yeah, and, and that it all belonged to us. And, and we have the rights to abuse it in any way mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. mistreat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very... But all that, I think, and this is another podcast, I, I, that is the distortion of values, the distortion of of community and what that means. And the distortion of love. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah and what that means. You're right. Um, 
it's kind of scary to think of that. That's, I think what we're seeing and what we are describing are symptoms of that, of that distortion of love. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. and, and maybe we can look at that next time. Is what, what do we, Where do we believe that distortion love took place and how is that happening in our world today? And what is our role, right, to, to do that? Um, to, 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 to cap it off with, maybe an impossible question, sister, but what is your role in creation? As of now, how you see it today? It's, uh, to me, it's to acknowledge that I am a, a creature, mm. <laughs> uh, a part of creation, to try to be the, the best part of this created being that calls herself Kathy, mm-hmm. um, and to acknowledge that, that as I am part of it, so is everything else. Mm. Mm-hmm. and everyone else mm-hmm. and so I, I i someone gave me a quote from francis of assisi and at the very end it talks about god walking around through his creation and at the very end it says something about god adores his creation you know, and we always think, well, I have to adore God, mm-hmm. but God adores us. So, that's a powerful word. Adore. Yeah, it is, and it's it's like I have to be worthy of that adoration. You know? Oh, good. Um, what about you? Yeah, for me, for me, I had my I had my answer in my pocket, ready to go, and I think <laughs> I sometimes I feel like it's a cop out to use this, but I really truly believe it is is to love. is is to love god is to love god's creation but something you said made me think it's not just me by myself loving god and loving Mm -hmm. god's creation but it's also creation together and i'm a part of that right loving and praising god together right right? the creatures and the trees and the mountains and all of us together praising and loving god which means being in communion together, right. community, right. Care, caring as we who are the most beloved, dare we say, uh, humans uh, of God's creations, to care for right. this and together, to live together, to praise God together. I, I think that's my role, to love, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. love not just my neighbors, mm-hmm. but creation. And, and I think creation, by just being this massive mountain, adores and loves God mm-hmm. by being there. By being. Simply by being. being. And, and, you know, I, I, I think sometimes we forget that. And which maybe in the future, maybe not the next one, but in the future, we look at how do we do that here? Because it seems like we all come together to celebrate at a mass or a liturgy or a service or a social event or whatever. But every single day and yet we walk out and there i know there are some people i can't talk to because mm-hmm. they won't mm-hmm. they i can't talk to them and they can't talk to me <laughs> so how do we get beyond that so we can love each other yeah. enough to carry on conversations like we're having yeah, yeah. without making <laughs> somebody a heretic yeah 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 now we get into some details of all those smaller yeah, details yeah. Mm. Good conversation, sister. Thank you. Thank you, our listeners, to, yes, to tuning you. in. Um, we hope to come a more regularly scheduled program now. That I, I say I have more time. We'll see if that's true. 
Um, and he's uh, he's going to read his paper as, yeah. as soon as uh, yeah, I got <laughs> for you. all of us. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. I'll, I'll definitely include that once I have the final final uh, version. I'm excited about it. Can you tell me how long it is? Uh, pages. Uh, I'm not counting citations, so I think it was 22 mm-hmm. pages. Nothing too crazy, which thank God because I don't know how, how much I could write. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, about twenty-two pages. I'm I'm happy with it. I'm, I'm I had a lot of people look it over to make sure it made sense grammatically and and idea-wise. And so um, I'll bring that. Yeah, I'll definitely bring it here good, and good, and good. read it through for people because they already reached out and said we would love to hear it. I was like, well, let me get the final you know, yeah, final version, the best version, and that you are all worthy of. So. And then, what day are you actually conferred? Uh, sometime in December. Oh, I said, okay. I, I don't know. We're, that was one of the big questions I had because um, my advisor's not back until August. Uh, so he won't review it until he comes back. I think he's on vacation, which he deserves. Uh, but my graduation date, they said, is in September. I don't know what that means. I don't think there's an actual ceremony. But yeah. I think I'll be done officially in September. Very good. Very good. And I'll change my name to Master Edgar. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, We hope to come to you soon. And if you are around or see us or want to shoot us a message, please do. We'd always love to to get in contact with you. And one more thing. We keep saying there's something that's going to come in the summer, and so the summer is floating through here. So maybe next time we will uh, announce announce something that we could put together for for everybody or have a gigantic Zoom of all of you. Yeah, it'll be good and needed. I want to see that. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Take care. Yeah. Yeah. Bye-bye.